Lucas Tigers and Bronze is brought to you by Hybrid Grading Approach. HGA is revolutionizing the industry by implementing software that will allow them to scan, analyze, and grade cards without subjectivity. This allows for consistent and unbiased grading. They have an easy submission process and best-in-class customer service. Their pricing model is simple. Pay by the day, not by the value of the card. And when they say 10 business days... Luca Nation, welcome back to another episode of Luca's Tigers and Bronze. Cage is, Cage is having a good day. He's, he's profit-taking. He's having fun. Well, yeah. listen, should have been more profit, but I'm taking I'm taking less profit is basically what it is. But I'm angry today because damn Yankees didn't even show up last night. Phil Nevin should not have a job. Um, you know, sending Judge there was a huge mistake. Why is that I'm green ready. monster so big? Why is, the, why is the lumper so big? What'd you say? Why is that green monster so big? Um, that's what she said. So in any event, listen, this is the deal, right? I mean, baseball's done for me. So it turns the page, and I have a topic for you today. I have, I have a fun topic, and it's how much stock do you put in preseason basketball games? None at all. So I, I, I put it into put, the performance. I don't put anything into, but watching how, like actually watching the player and seeing if they've worked on some things in the off season that could transfer to the regular season. I do put stock in that. Like if they added a new move, if they could now go left when they've always been going right. I put or if they're being that. moved to a different position, maybe and see how they handle that. And the whole that kind of stuff. okay. So, I'm going to just jump right into my play because I want to hear what you think about it. Um, and I want to go through kind of what my thought process was behind it and, you know, tell you guys it's, this is an old style LTB episode. It'll be, you know, relatively short, but really what the key here for everyone is, is if you like the play, great. If not, not only are we giving you the play, but we're giving you the thought process behind the play. We've, we've done this with baseball. We've done this with other sports where we say, Hey, look at the fantasy stuff. You know, look at the guy who's going to have a good week this week. Look at the look at the, look at look at the uh, daily fantasy stuff, and 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 you know, figure it out and, and go through right. So here's another one, right? Basketball season is upon us, and I had a play before he had a great game in preseason last night, and it's one of those things where you know your your answer is great because maybe one game in preseason doesn't mean much, but I'm going to look beyond just the the stat line, and the guy's got a new position. But here's a fun thing to look at, guys, right? We do a Sunday morning show with whatnot, and we do picks and plays. And one of the things Andrew likes to say is Vegas doesn't get it wrong. You know, Vegas usually knows something. Vegas usually has the odds. They're usually spot on. And you know, every once in a while, you can find one where, you know, the sharps are maybe off. But normally, the lines are where they're supposed to be. Vegas kind of knows what they're doing. Otherwise, there would not be these cathedrals built out there in the desert with your money. So, um, you know, what I look at today what are the Vegas odds for the most improved player in the NBA this coming year? Nice little fun little thing, right? Because this is That's smart. That's smart. Vegas, I, I don't even know who's on that list. I'm going to pull that so, up. Vegas is telling you from this that these are the guys that they think will improve from last year. And, and, and some of them are for obvious reasons. And some of them were rookies last year. We've seen a lot of second-year players hmm. take a jump. So Shea Gilgis-Alexander is on the top of the odds. Shyway um, Vlogs. Shyway Vlogs. Big, making it to big leagues. Let's Anthony, go. Anthony Edwards is on the top, right? Michael Porter Jr. is up there in a lot of lists. Zion Williamson's up there probably before the injury. But, hey, it is what it is. Zach Levine is up there, although he improved. But one of the one of the names that I saw really towards the top, one of the odds-on guys, and I liked it because you layer in, this is what Vegas is saying, you layer in the fact that he's going to have all the offensive opportunities in the world. He's a talented player, um, and he's got a story, right, that comeback story, and, and it's Kevin Porter Jr. 
He's right up there in the top, right in the top five of those odds, right? And he scored 25 points in a preseason game last night. They're building a nice little young team around him. They're moving him to the point guard, but not a point guard like Kobe White where it facilitate, right? Mm-hmm. It's sure. a point guard where he's still going to be scoring as well, right? So this is a guy who's coming out making proclamations like, I'm, I'm going to have 10 assists a game, but I'm still going to score 30 points a game, you know? But the better story on him is he credits the Rockets with saving his life. Whether that's true or not, what happened to him last year as far as, you know, getting suspended, gun charge, drug charge, you know, weird conduct, getting into a fight, I think, with his GM um, and then traded to Houston. And obviously, what did he put up? 50 points in one game. He obviously has the talent, right? I mean, Michael Porter Jr. has never even scored 39. I mean, never even scored 40. So this is Kevin Porter Jr. Um, Kevin Porter Jesus now, I guess, is what we're going to call him. That's my pick for today. And for a myriad of reasons. One, the prices are pretty low on him. There's uh, on eBay Prism PSA 10 base cards available for less than $80 by now. You probably find uh, you know a lot of them or a bulk uh, of them on Facebook or Instagram or wherever else from somebody who's getting a bulk sub back and be able to you know pick up a bunch of those with a low cost. They're available for a couple bucks on Starstock if you want to go that route and have those available to kind of sell in the, the first couple weeks of the season when he turns it around um, or hold them as he progresses towards his most improved player status um he is young and sometimes youngsters have that blimp on the radar screen as andrew likes to say right and he did right we played one year in usc right and this is a guy who's young and i think he's learned from his experience he's now thankful for the opportunity he had this is a guy who could have been out of the league forever and he got that second opportunity and i for one believe that he's going to take advantage of that um, I think everything in his game shows that he is, you know, a, a, a talented offensive player who's going to play for a bad team that doesn't have a lot of other options to fill up that stat sheet. So he's going to show up every night and probably be a fantasy, you know, machine. You can get a silver PSA 10 in the threes still, you know, which is not a significant amount of money when you, when you talk about it. You know, the the red out of uh, out of 299, which is sort of colory matchy you know <laughs> it's Houston now the team that he's on um not to the jersey he was wearing with Cleveland but you know those go for four figures so people are aware of these you know people are obviously you know trying to grab those low number but if you you can get a select one out of 299 for a couple hundred bucks if that's the way you want to go I stick with the prism I think you know you have this prism one you're able to buy you know probably able to buy four of them for 300 bucks you know, $75 each and if he comes out of the gate you probably double your money on these things um silver as well I, I just I like him. I like his game. I think he is going to turn some heads this year. And people kind of forgot about him. So there's my play. I love I like it. what goes into it, right? And if you don't like Kevin Porter Jr., maybe SGA is your guy. And he's on the top of that list, too. Maybe Michael Porter Jr. Please. Can we stay with Kevin Porter Jr.? Because a lot of people don't realize this. When they hired Steven Sillis, for, he was the Mavs assistant coach. Mm-hmm. And the big reason they hired him was because they call him an offensive genius. Uh, in this basketball world, he's a, a smart coach, an analytics coach. He he understands how to run modern day uh, NBA offensive systems, which it brings back what you just said. Kevin Porter, he's not going to play point guard, but he's going to he's going to bring the ball up the court. He's going to have point uh, ball handling duties, just like Luca. But he's going to be score first. Luca came into the league. This was his guy, right? It wasn't it wasn't Carlisle who was like helping him acclimate to the NBA. It was Steven Sillis, and that's a big part of Luca's offensive development. And Kevin Porter Jr.'s silver prism PSA 10 is less than Tyler Hero. Tyler Hero is a sixth man. 
this guy's going to be the main scorer on this team yep. with a lot of really young offensive talent. Green. It's, a, it's a brilliant play. It's a really, really good play. I mean, just because no one's looking at it, but I think that changes. I think it changes soon. You have a pretty small window because if he does what I think he's going to do, I mean, it, it, already the window's going to start closing because he scored 25 points in the preseason game last night and card people see that stuff. You know, those are, the, those are the highlights you see on ESPN. People will start to look at it. So I wanted to bring this play because I, I think the window is going to be closing pretty soon on getting his cards at the prices that are now where you're talking about 75 bucks for a you know a um you know a base prison psa 10 and you know under 400 in the threes for um you know for his for his uh silver prison psa 10 i'm gonna bring you guys a play that i think is gonna be really interesting i think it's one of those card designs that i think it needs to get more love i really do it's it's a card design called the 2005 tops chrome 1952 style i like it it's a cool design, uh, kind of like a mural looking, and they brought it to the NBA. And the cool thing about that is the NBA in 2005, if you remember some of the guys in the league, I mean, there's legends. So I'll give you – I'm not giving Not a great you, rookie class, but some really great players playing still. Yeah. Not a great rookie class, but a lot of great players. And remember the whole rookie thing. <laughs> rookie cars have been priced out. Like I mean, they've all ran. So you have to look at other places. And this year, in 2005, 2006, that was Chris Paul's rookie class. So, obviously, his rookie card is going to be more expensive. But you have guys like Chris Bosh, LeBron, Melo. Uh, you have Paul Pierce in there. A Paul Pierce refractor out of 299 caged. Not graded. Do you want to guess how much it is? Paul Pierce out of 299, 1952. Uh, not graded. 50 bucks. On, on 99 bucks. 99 bucks. Chris Bosh, 89. What, are these Refractors were numbered back in the in that day. That was two ninety nine. Ooh, yeah, man. That's I mean that's pretty good. Out you have some really cool cards. You also have uh, Jay Z. Jay Z's in this set for some reason. Uh, Shaq's in this set. You have you have Starberry. My point is, you could take a look at the set. My, my play is always Kobe. D I Wade. love the Kobe card. D Wade is in that in that class. It's a really cool set, and I, I could see this as. I don't think this is a set people collect. Is that right, Cage? Yeah, I mean, people, people. I've seen people post pictures of them, um, but no, I don't think people collect this one as much as some of the others from that that era. So, so remember, guys, there's basically two ways, right? You catch a trend on the way up, or you try to beat the trend, right? You try to be ahead of the curve. Bro Namath always talks about being ahead of the curve. This, to me, is a set that may be collected. This is a set that may be revered 20, 30, 40 years down the road. Maybe not, maybe it is. But you're able to get it pretty cheap at a low price point with tons of legends. Tons of legends who now they, you know, it's, it's funny. Like Chris Paul, Paul Pierce, Ray Allen, Chris Bosch. They're not really legends right now. But as you kind of move history forward, you start looking back and is Chris Bosch compared to, you know, uh, the Charles Barkley. I, I'm just me, Hakeem Olajuwon. You know, these guys in the 80s, now we look at them as legends, but... We didn't always look at them like that. So I do believe there's a lot of legends in the set. It's a beautiful set. You could get a refractor. You could get a gold. They're all numbered. And you can get it pretty cheap. And I think it's worth a look. I think it's worth considering adding to your collection. You know what I love about it, um, especially with all the fanatics and you know Panini and licensing and all that stuff going on, there's going to be, I think, a heightened focus over the next couple of years about the, the brands, the IP, you mm -hmm. know, the intellectual property, the stuff that matters. And... You know, Topps basketball kind of had two generations. It had that chromey generation there, you know, that that, that LeBron 
Chrome era, the Kobe Chrome era, and Tops for not basketball also had the, the you know their what I'm gonna call their vintage baseball era, right? Like those are the two big big times, right? And this card kind of meshes the two, right? It's got that 52 baseball, that iconic set with that Chrome basketball and all of these you know these iconic names. It kind of meshes the two. It's a really cool play. Uh, not You're- something I had thought about. You're, dude, you see, so I was going to say that, like, so you have the front, this is a hilarious one, right? Yeah, it's a Kenya Martin, uh, yeah. Yeah, but, so this is, look how shiny this is, right? But then the back is still cardboard. Yep. So, like, th- that's why I didn't bring any of these graded. I mean, you could buy graded, but truthfully, some cards don't need to be graded, right? Some cards you could hold, uh, some cards you could build a set out of, and, I mean, I think some of these cards are super cool. I love the mural. I like the shininess. I like the Tops logo too. Okay, just the old Tops logo. Yeah, that's cool. Like the, the little swoop. They use it on vintage. They use it on like uh, in baseball, the vintage out of 99. Vintage stock. That's cool. Mm-hmm. So, okay, we talked a little bit about preseason basketball. How much stock do we we put into performances? A little bit of 1952. Are you sticking with the Cardinals tonight? You think the Cardinals take care yeah. of uh, the – I do. So you think the Dodgers and the Yankees both get knocked out in one game playoffs. That's pretty – that would be pretty interesting. Well, the Yankees aren't the Yankees anymore. Like, frankly, they haven't had success in a very long time. The, the Dodgers – Six, I mean, dude, it's tough, and they're so good. And Max Scherzer's so good, right? Like, if this was Kershaw, I would say Cardinals all the way because Kershaw can't perform in the in the postseason. Scherzer has, you know, he's won. He's he has the what is it called, the pedigree. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's 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 bold, but I mean, so do the Cardinals, man. They they have some veterans on that team. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm excited. I, I love the one game uh, knockout elimination. It's really cool. It really is, unless you're on the losing side of it, like the Yankees were, which kind of sucks, but. Yeah, listen, build up for next year. Are you? Have you been watching any hockey? No, no. But it's about to start, right? I mean, hockey. This is the hockey season starting up, so I will. What team should I? What team should I be a fan of this year? Should I be Vegas because I'm a Raider fan? Should I be a Vegas Golden Knights? Or that's like front runner, front runnery, right? They've been really good in the last couple of years. I should get like. Um, they were know. an expansion team. Yeah, uh, I don't. I mean, the I I, I live. In the shadow of Nassau Coliseum here, so I guess I could I could be an Islander fan. I mean, I do live on Long Island, which is the Islanders. I probably, but I can't. Uh, I'll find a team. I'll find a team that I like. Maybe, the, maybe, the, maybe the Penguins. Talk football. Go for it. Tomorrow, Rams Seahawks. Spread is Rams minus two and a half. You famously on our whatnot stream said Russ Wilson is not a top three quarterback. He's probably not even top five. He's top ten. Right, he's in that window. He's he's there. Yes, he had a great game this past week against the 49ers? Yeah, I mean, so what's funny about it is I don't know what the spread is. You can give it to me, but minus uh, two and a half to the Rams. The Rams minus two and a half, and it's it. Where is it? Is it in? Yeah, it's, it's in. Ugh. So I don't think the Rams are as good as they looked, and I don't think that the I I don't think the Seattle's as good as they looked, and I don't think the Rams are as bad as they looked. And usually when you have games like that. I go with the you know the the team that's not getting the respect that I think they should, rather than the team that's being overrated. Which is, I think the Rams win this one by three. Games in Seattle are interesting though. Seattle plays really well in Seattle. Um, does that six? The, does that twelfth man still apply even this this poorest defense? You know, I mean, their defense definitely gives up a lot. Um, but 
the Rams didn't look so good. I mean, you know, you're basically facing the better version of Kyler Murray <laughs> this week, right? So you're you're facing Kyler Murray 1.0 in Russell Wilson. Um, so, I, I mean, the spread is pretty good. But I think if, if you're asking me early, early play on this one, I go with the Rams. I think the Rams are overall the better team there. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm on the Rams same side as you. I'm on the same side as you. More complete. What's team. the over under? Seventy. <laughs> That's what I would go with. Fifty-four. Fifty-four and a half. So I think both teams get into the thirties. Wow. Yeah, I don't on think Thursday well, who's night playing, game. Who's playing defense on a Thursday night game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you know, I know it's a short turnaround, right? So they're not rested, but also with short turnarounds, you don't have as much time to scheme defenses and stuff as well. You know, you might get a, a special teams. Touchdown! You might get a whole deal. So I, I, I think there'll be points scored in this one. Um, maybe kind of like I don't know, maybe a first half. We'll see what the over on this. But I, I think there'll be a lot of points scored. And I think the Rams ultimately cover that two and a half. Russ but hasn't really Russ hasn't before. thrown an interception all year. Yeah, I mean he's he, listen, he's very good, but he started off MVP in the first half of last year also, and kind of fizzled out as well. I'm not saying that's going to happen again, but that is what he did last year. I mean he was right there. Everyone, I remember week six, week seven, people were like, oh, Russell Wilson's win the MVP. You know, he finally added that to his repertoire. You know, he's never really even. I don't even think he even got a first place vote in his career, and then by the end of the season, he wasn't getting first place votes by the end of last season anyway. So he's a notorious fast starter. We'll see whether or not he and his team can can keep it up but i will give you guys this it's been fun trying to handicap these games this season's been nuts right it's been a dr jekyll and mr high kind of season you know one week the rams look like world beaters and then they look terrible one week the saints look like world beaters and then they look terrible you know in any given week the saints can demolish the packers the rams can beat the bucks you know the the rams can then come out and put up a stinker it's just it really is uh, you know i guess it's a long season Shouldn't Very expect well. anybody to go 16 and 0. I did say fade the Raiders, uh, fade the Raiders and fade the Broncos, and I'm definitely right about that. Those two teams were pretenders, um, and uh, the Chargers look like a real deal. I may have to eat some crow on uh, on Justin Herbert. I mean, he has to win the Super Bowl to justify his prices. I'm not going back on that. That guy's cards are expensive, but so far he's done everything you could ask him to do. Everything you know you'd want him to do. He's come out of the gate and he's won big games and he's looked he's looked apart. He looks like all. all all that everybody who was investing in him could have could have hoped for. Guys, I am going to let you know. I might be buying some of these Kevin Porter Jr. plays. So really, I'm, I'm, you, you like my play that much? Yes. Well, I mean, yesterday I, I bought a uh, Edwards Silver Prism PSA ten, my first real big buy in in a few in a little while. It felt good, so I'm like, I kind of want to spend a little money uh, in the sports hobby, and I, w- I want to bring this question up, right? The hobby is in an interesting kind of state, right? You know, yep. summer, we had national, then we had all of that news about the businesses. I'm curious, what's interesting to you guys? We haven't done a coffee with Cage in a little while. In Discord, in Instagram, text, whatever. Let us know. Is there some topics that we've just completely missed that you want us to touch more on? We will because we want to We want to bring this show uh, and add value to you guys. So what's where's the curiosity? You know, is it more talking about grading? Is it more fanatics talk? Is it more plays? Let us know. Help us navigate, uh, and we'd, we'd be happy to do it. So that's another episode. Kevin Porter Jr., I like Kevin it. Porter. That's the ultimate vote of confidence if you're saying you're, you're going to take a good look at it now. Hey, now. He, he's, he's in a good spot. He's in a good spot to put up 20 points, eight assists a game this season. He is. He, I mean, the numbers will be there just because there's nobody else to do it, and I think he's talented. So thanks, Luca Nation.
This episode of Lucas, Tigers, and Bronze was brought to you by Hybrid Grading Approach. Take it from someone who has personally submitted thousands of cards for grading. HGA slabs just hit different. They're top of the line and color coordinated to match the card itself. The aesthetics are unrivaled in the industry. When paired with the ease of submission and the transparency of the pricing model, HGA stands alone as the best choice for grading your cards. I believe that once you try them out, you will agree. Thanks for listening, Luca Nation. Thank you for spending some time with us on another episode of the Lucas Tigers and Bronze Oh My podcast. Um, do us a favor and like, subscribe. Ah, you know what? Don't just like and subscribe. Everybody does that. If you like us, tell your friends, tell your neighbors, tell your enemies, tell everybody. And uh, we hope you got something from spending some time with us today, and we'll see you next time. Thank you.